0: family's podcast it's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now
1: a good cuddle goes a long way (laughs) it really does calming emotions
0: and now here's the stars of our show My mum and dad.
1: Hi, we're Justin and Kylie Coulson. We're parents of six daughters and I'm the author of a bunch of books about how you can make your family happier. And today we're talking about, you know those times when the kids are just OTT? If you're in Sydney at the moment and dealing with ongoing lockdown, it might be you. Maybe they're not actually OTT. What's OTT? Over the top. Over the top. Did you not know that?
0: No, I don't know any of those abbreviated things o
1: t t is over the top uh and sometimes That's why I don't
0: understand anything the kids are saying
1: these days <laughs> sometimes... what well, it happens when we get older, doesn't it? We just and we kind of stop caring about it as well. <laughs> The other day, uh, Kira Pendergast, who has this wonderful Facebook page called Safe on Social, she updated her page with a list of all of the different abbreviations and things that kids are using on social media these days so that parents don't know what they're talking about. And I started to read through it because I thought, well, this is important. And after about four or five of them, I thought, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I, don't well, I only care. found
0: out the other day what BTW st- stood for. <laughs> By the way? Yes. Really? Oh, honey fun. I just, I just don't... Where have you been? Abbreviations. I you just say it how it is. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. TTFN. <laughs> what does that mean? Tigger. Tigger. I said Tata for now. <laughs> T- tigger on Winnie the... We digress. So every now and again, kids get a bit over the top. And uh, we decided today that we would share some ideas about how to help uh, your children to learn to regulate their emotions and get back into control when they're out of control. But I thought it was probably worth just highlighting, Kylie, that sometimes you and sometimes I quite like being out of control. Like, it's fun to be a bit OTT now and then, right? Maybe. <laughs> You've got this Kylie's, – Kylie's looking at me. Uh, her head is down. She's looking at me through the top of her eyes with this cheeky look. You look like one of our kids at the moment who's <laughs> about to get into trouble. Like, it's just fun to to sometimes be over the top. And as parents – uh, we we kind of start to be the fun police now and then when the children have got high levels of energy.
0: Yeah, I think we do that <laughs> sometimes.
1: <laughs> but again, sometimes the kids are OTT, not because they've got high positive energy, but because they've got high negative energy. They're, um, they're really angry. They're really upset. They're just non-compliant.
0: Well, I think if you kind of put that into context, as adults, there are times where we have all of those emotions as well. And not that it feels fun, but there's a payoff to being able to feel that emotion and express it in all its glory.
1: Yeah, I've I've spoken to more than one person who have said that they actually feel really good when they're angry.
0: I get a lot of cleaning done when I'm angry. (laughs) Well,
1: well, I guess there's the productivity benefits (laughs) of anger as well. But I'm talking about being angry. And and some people really, they find it rewarding. They get what they want and it feels good to tell people how they feel. But it's not necessarily... um, not, not good for relationships. No. <laughs> not good for harmony in the home. So we wanted to share with you some ideas to help the children to regulate their emotions, to resettle and rebalance. And, and we think that these ideas are going to be pretty good for kids from about the age of three or four up. If you've got one, two, three-year-olds, sometimes just a, a good cuddle and a bit of redirection is all you can go with. But for the most part, these ideas will be useful for every parent in every situation. So you've got three, I've got four. So I'm going to go first and then we'll trade off from there. Okay, so my first one is I like to uh, to talk to the kids. You know when you get a snow globe and you shake it up and all of the snow whizzes around everywhere and you can't see things clearly? Mm-hmm. I like to talk to the kids and I've done this with a couple of our kids a few times. I get the snow globe and I shake it up. And I say, this is what your brain is right now. Your brain is like crazy with all this snow buzzing around inside it and we need to let it settle down so that we can see things clearly. That's good. Do you like that? That's good. Yeah, because our brains do that. And and, and that metaphor, I think it's a really neat uh, way to overlay the emotional stuff that's happening for our children and and the physical way that the snow globe works and what what we do when we get to have that conversation is help the in fact i should have done that this morning with our seven-year-old who was not having a good morning at all and i didn't and that
0: might have been helpful i think that it would have
1: yes Uh, so so what, what what we do though is we teach the children these calming skills they get to identify what's going on inside their head and then we get to talk to them about what they can do to help all of the snow to settle inside their brain like it's got to settle inside the snow globe.
0: So it's not something that you do with the little kids, but as your kids get a little bit older, one of the things that I've implemented to help settle all those emotions is write in my journal. Mm. Because writing in my journal, like I just put everything out there. And then as I do that, clarity starts to come into the picture. I get to see what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. And sometimes there's mixed emotions, but once it's all on the paper and I've kind of got distance from it, it's not all in my head I can make more sense of what's going on.
1: So there's a handful of psychological studies that show that writing and reflecting is an incredibly powerful way to make sense of emotions, to regulate emotions and to move forward productively from them. So uh, that's a really nice add on. And in fact, I'm going to add on to that one as well and say that when the kids are younger, I remember we haven't done this with our little ones, but we used to with our older ones when they were little, get the kids to draw Draw. their emotions. You knew I was going to go there.
0: Yep. Because I remember when our elders decided to draw a picture on the school carpet because she was really angry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That didn't go so down so well with the school. <laughs> and then we needed to tell the teacher to draw her emotions as well. <laughs> okay, so what's your second one?
0: With young kids in particular, but... It works with all ages because you still do this with me. A good cuddle <laughs> goes a long way it
1: really to does. calming emotions. And that means that we've got to make sure that we don't catch the chaos cranky or crazy of our children. We've got to come to them with calm and give them that reassurance, give them a big hug and sort of envelop them in that warmth.
0: It can be really tricky to do that when, when emotions are big and we just see that the big emotion is, is an inconvenience yeah. to what's going on. But it makes such a difference if we can just remain calm and and give the extra love that this person who is experiencing big emotions needs.
1: I love that. So we've got a couple more. We're going to share them with you after the break.
0: It's the Happy Families Podcast. Are screens creating tension at home? Tweens, Teens and Screens is a webinar to guide families to healthy, safe, super screen solutions. Buy it today at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. And today we're talking a little bit about how we might reset emotions when things go over the top.
1: And we've already come up with a couple of bonuses that we didn't mean to, so I've lost track of whose turn it is to, to go with one.
0: Well, I, you, at the beginning of the podcast, we were talking about abbreviations yep. and how I didn't really know many of them.
1: Yeah, BTW.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I remembered a story that I heard by somebody who said that their grandma sent a text message after their grandfather passed away that said LOL. Yeah,
1: yeah grand, grand, granddad just died, LOL.
0: Yeah, and she didn't realise that LOL meant laugh out loud. She thought it meant lots of love laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so sad, isn't it? <laughs>
0: But anyway, I digress. We were talking about how we might reset emotions in the house, <laughs> yeah. and laughing out loud would be a good one. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> hey, I,
1: I, I reckon uh, one of my favourites. I know that you were going to say this one, but I can't help it because it's just—it's one of my favourites—is doing that whole five, four, three, two, one thing. That getting except don't do it to me. Getting into the moment, you get in big trouble when you do it for me. Have Have we ever done that together? And you have been happy about it? No, no, because <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> but it works so well with the kids, and it works. Really, I do it to myself when I'm starting to get really. really Revved up, and I need to resettle and regulate. I'd say, what are five things I can see? What are four things I can feel? Tell me what
0: you're supposed to taste. Honestly, what are you supposed to taste? What I ate for lunch? So for those who garlic,
1: for those who haven't heard this, (laughs) five things that I can feel. Four, oh sorry, five things I can see. Four things that I can feel. Three things that I can hear. Two things that I can smell, and one thing that I can taste.
0: My saliva.
1: So. That's pretty, that's really that's gross. That's
0: disgusting. Okay,
1: so. Am I supposed
0: to go get a chocolate? Maybe,
1: maybe that'll make you feel chocolate, better. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: That's the answer to the universe. The recurring
1: theme in our podcast <laughs> is your desire and craving for chocolate. <laughs> so if we want to help our kids regulate their emotions, that's one of my favourite ones. And every now and again, the kids will actually come to me and say, Dad, can we do our 5, 4, 1? Because I'm feeling cranky. And I love it when they do that. I'm like, job done. What's well, your next it one? it
0: combines all of them together because there's a bit of a distraction. Yeah. It's time to reset together and you have cuddle time as you do it. Mm. So you've got that connection, that physical touch. It's just brilliant. Well, you've taken all of mine. I've got none left. Well,
1: you just mentioned uh, distraction. We haven't really talked about that. I just kind of briefly mentioned at the start for little kids. But I don't think that we should overlook just how valuable distraction is. If the kids are not regulating well, especially if they're young, but even if they're a bit bigger, it's amazing what you can do with distraction. I mean, hello, chocolate. Chocolate. It's a distraction. Comfort eating—the
0: best distraction.
1: <laughs> we don't want. Uh, we, we need a sp- we need a new sponsor for the podcast. Uh, hello, lint. Uh, just letting you know, chocolate here. One of those. What, what's that? Um, is it the Three Brothers Chocolate Company or something like that? There's, I'm sure that there's a chocolate company out there that'll sponsor you, Kylie. <laughs> I'm sure that there's someone who will.
0: So I know we're having a little bit of a quip about chocolate, and yes, it is a really good distraction <laughs> for me, as opposed to five, four, three, two, one, um, but. Let's get serious for a second. You know, it's easy to distract little kids. They're they're very, very easy.
1: Well, sometimes.
0: To distract. Yeah. But as they get older and even into adulthood, what what would be a good distraction if somebody's having a meltdown?
1: Yeah, because sometimes uh, our children, and even we as adults, really like to – we get quite prideful about our anger. We really want to hold it and own it and say, no, you can't take this away from me right now. I'm feeling this and I need to feel it.
0: And let's be real. Sometimes we actually do need to to work through that process –
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Every now and again, it would be completely inappropriate to try to distract somebody from their anger. Uh, Mind you, if their emotions are really, really high, I think that there are always useful things that we can do to to bring that down. So I don't know that distraction is always going to be the best thing to do, but I know that there have been times where We've had cranky kids and I've said, hey, let's go jump on the trampoline or let's go for a swim or let's go for a walk. Let's take the dog. Let's go to the park. Let's go kick a ball, throw a frisbee. Usually doing something physical, something active.
0: Yeah. I I remember a time when I was going through a difficult experience and a friend just showed up on my doorstep and she said, you don't get to say no today. We are going to the beach. Mm. I had been locked up in the house for weeks, hadn't, hadn't left, hadn't talked to anyone and she literally just came and took me and didn't matter what I said, <laughs> I couldn't get out of it. But once I got there, it was just such a a grateful distraction to everything that was going on in my head.
1: Yeah, I mean, just about anything to to cut that circuit. It might be come into the kitchen and help me to stir the beans for dinner. Uh, It it could be something that simple. Or maybe let me read you a story. It's time for a story we haven't been reading lately and and this one's our favourite. Let's pull this one out and just reconnect. The other things that I think that you can do if you need to help the kids to resettle and regulate, uh, get outside. like Green time. Yeah, outside is so valuable. Just grounds you. And, and and be active. I mean, I've kind of touched on that with the distraction stuff, but you don't have to do it as a distraction. Sometimes you can do it as an intentional activity. To I mean, Sometimes the kids are climbing the walls because they're, they're climbing the walls. They've had enough of – if you're in Sydney, they've had enough of lockdown and they just need outside physical activity, energy release. Our bodies are made to move. And if we don't move our bodies, we store up all of this – energy and it comes out in horrible emotions every now and again and the last one that i'm going to mention is connection sometimes if the children are really 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 dysregulated sometimes if their emotions are big the most important thing that they can have from us is connection ironically it's the time that we least want to give it to them but it's the time that they probably need it the most
0: campfire marshmallows yeah they're calling
1: pop down to bunnings and grab one of those little braziers and stoke it up grab a stick from the back garden or from the local park and stick some marshmallows on the end and away you go.
0: Well, we hope that if you are struggling with some high energy levels in your home at the moment that you might have found some answers to help you resettle.
1: Yeah. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave ratings and reviews at Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings and reviews help other people to find out about the podcast to make their family happier. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Oh, and if you'd like more info about how you can make your family happier, we have this thing called a Happy Families membership. We give you weekly updates and ideas about how you can make your family happier. All the details are at happyfamilies.com.au.